0: Good morning. The gospel this morning is from the book of Matthew, the 13th chapter. Jesus put before the crowds crowds, another parable. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to someone who sowed good seed in his field, but while everybody was asleep, an enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and then went away. So when the plants came up and bore grain, then the weeds appeared as well. And the slaves of the householder came and said to him, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where then did these weeds come from? He answered, an enemy has done this. The slaves said to him, then do you want us to go and gather them? But he replied, no. For in gathering the weeds, you would uproot the wheat along with them. Let both of them grow together until the harvest. And at harvest time, I will tell the reapers, Collect the weeds first and bind them in bundles to be burned. But gather the wheat into my barn. Then he left the crowds and went into the house. And his disciples approached him saying, Explain to us the parable of the weeds of the field. He answered, The one who sows the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world, and the good seed are the children of the kingdom. The weeds are the children of the evil one, and the enemy who sowed them is the devil. The harvest is at the end of the age, and the reapers are angels. Just as the weeds are collected and burned up with fire, so will it be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send his angels and they will collect out of his kingdom all causes of sin and all evildoers, and they will throw them into the furnace of fire where, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their Father. Let anyone with ears listen. The Gospel of our Lord.
1: Let's pray. God, uh, we gather to hear what you have to say about us in this world, in this fields that we're living in right now, um, that seem anything but ordinary. And you also promise that when your word is spoken, that you speak. And so we pray for that spirit that enters our hearts in our hearts as a community. Amen. So a burr nestled itself in my shoelace this week, and I pulled it out of the, s- the synthetic strands. And then an hour later, something I could tell was still itching on my foot. So I took off my shoe and my sock, and I noticed some of the prickles still attached to my skin. I think Jesus' parables are a lot like burrs. You think you understand them and have taken care of them, And then you've come to find out there's something that hangs on and it irritates enough that you need to tend to it. So Jesus is teaching in stories again. The one that Sharon just read is a continuation of the parable of the sower that we heard last week. This story today is about wheat and weeds And of course, we hear this story in July, in the midst of summer, when the reality of weeds manifests itself in our yards, parks, and walkways. Those darn weeds! I heard that if you keep, you need, in order to keep up with them, that you need to spend 30 minutes weeding each day. And I've been doing this. Honestly, I have. But they still multiply at night. It's endless work. And for some reason, it's in our bones to pull weeds, because we like to fix things, to create order. And of course, we want weed or whatever we plant to grow, because we heard last week that the thorns of weeds choke out good growth, and weeds clutter our view, and there's nothing more pristine than a well-kept garden. But did you hear that Jesus doesn't seem so interested in curb appeal or well-kept fields? It's not our work to pull the weeds, to squirt the roundup, to know what kind of growth is good. Jesus says, leave it alone because the risk is too great that pulling a weed will also destroy a good plant, the ones growing to bear fruit in the world. I'm living this predicament right now. This hardy vine in my unruly raspberry bushes is being supported by a cluster of weeds. If I pull out the weeds, the vine will collapse. So I uncomfortably let it all grow. It's a mess. It's not worth your drive-by. Yet each day, red, luscious berries continue to show up. Jesus interprets this parable for his disciples. The enemy sows the weeds. We don't need to tell God about the evil in the world, for he already surely knows. The divine farmer does not call us as weed pullers, Because I think God knows we'd pull up ourselves or something else that still needs time to grow. It's our tendency, right, to think we're the wheat in this story? But not so fast. How do you tell wheat from weeds? I'm not a farmer, are you? Jesus says, let them all grow. And at the harvest, the weeds will be pulled and burned and the wheat gathered and stored. Our call is to stay in the disorder and the unknowing, to trust in this divine farmer, the one tending the harvest, to trust in growth even among weeds. Oh, this is so hard because we're wired to fix, to dominate, to tidy up, to make room for our likeness, Who are we if we can't identify what is good and bad? But Jesus says, wait, trust, notice instead what is growing. God knows the weeds, God sees them. The harvest will come and the weeds and the wheat will be separated. And so today, Jesus' words are both a call to trust and to panic It doesn't fare well for the weeds in the end, yet the sower of the wheat knows the harvest will come in its time, and in the meantime, make space not to do, but to be patient just to be in the field to notice. For a very long time, those of us with light skin have been called to reckon with ourselves, to become more aware of the privilege we hold because we are white. But we have found other ways to be distracted, to find this work optional. George Floyd's murder and the continued racial injustice in our country have awakened a sleepy people. It has been exposed how very difficult it is these days to tell wheat from weeds. There is not a to-do list to be anti-racist. It's not about being an expert. It requires listening inwardly and outwardly. It's humbling oneself to explore the weediness in our own heart. It is uncomfortable work to learn to unearth history And to listen to each other's stories. To become aware before any action can be taken. This story is prickly. There is good news to be heard somewhere. Jesus says again, listen. God's kingdom which makes itself known in the presence of Jesus himself in this world knows of the tangling of weeds and wheat. Jesus comes not to rid the world of weeds like we would expect, but to be present in the messy gardens with a promise. The harvest will come. We are a part of the fields, not to pull weeds. And this seems so inefficient and ineffective, especially if you're God. We have ideas for larger yields without weeds, but wait. Our call is not to fix or know, but to be among the fields, the intermingled rows, and simply look for the growth. Just moments ago, we confessed together. We have sinned in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. These are the confessing words of weeds the seven deadly sins, pride, greed, wrath, envy, lust, gluttony, and sloth. Often these things grow so close to wheat that we see them as good. We like them. Often there is a call to go and do when we hear the Bible Because Jesus calls us, right? And this is true, to bear witness to God's love and proclaim God's faithfulness to people, to enact and make real God's kingdom in the world. But for today, maybe the call is simply to be. Be in the fields among the wheat and weeds. Know that this is where life is lived and where we are called to grow together. And to trust in the one who sows the seeds of life. Trust. Back in the Old Testament, when God freed the Israelites from the bondage of Pharaoh and slavery in Egypt, and they crossed the Red Sea that opened on their way to this new life, God said, trust in me. Remember what I have done so you can trust in what I will do. I will provide for you each day, but you don't get to figure that out. I will. And for those ancient people, this gift each day was called manna. And it came each day, just enough flaky food for everyone to be nourished. If you hoarded it, it would spoil. In hearing this daily call to trust and how God would provide, those people murmured, we'd rather be back in slavery where we know what it's like and what we can expect and what we can control and what we can't. That's easier to do than trust. And you know what? I think this is our grumbling too. It seems too passive to simply trust the unanxious farmer who chooses the fields of the earth as the place where the harvest will be reaped. So today, a question for you to consider, a burr in your shoelace. Stop discerning wheat from weeds. Stop uprooting what is all around you. Just look at the fields of life. Where do you see growth? No need to evaluate. Simply notice. Feel free to comment here. We need to hear from one another. Where is growth? God's promise is tucked within this messy field God will burn up what is evil and corrupt and the wheat shall be collected to feed so life will continue. Trust. Look at the fields where you are planted and beyond. Jesus says, wait, consider, listen, grow. Amen.